1: See what we just got? Go yeah. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they there.
0: Huh. it's may 21st tuesday may 21st it's john boy and jake radio we got some yankees to talk about we got some mets to talk about some Sesame has falling off a horse we got we got girl scout cookie theft jake we got uh we got semen and urine filled crepes got a lot of good stories first we got to find out how you're doing
1: that crepes thing threw me off. Um, I'm doing well, Jim. I'm doing well. Uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, we got a surprise snowstorm in Denver. Um, pretty crazy. Been it. Been been people at the pool for the past four weekends and get a little get a little dusting of snow. Um, but I'm doing generally well. I've got an old man uh, injury report. We'll get the injury report out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. My knee bothering me for some reason
0: Oh wow um, Just that
1: just Well no I definitely I hit something Like okay. there's a bruise I forget if I like Bumped into a table or something um, So no it wasn't a, wasn't a Non-contact injury so I don't Have to see Dr. James Andrews or anything Like that um, But yeah a little day to day Definitely uh, Definitely Have the old person like if I don't Check on it and then I try to move it I'm like oh my knee is hurt um, outside of that, I'm doing pretty well. We had a giant Yankees comeback last night. Um, I don't know. Dog was being cute this morning. What else do you want in this world? Uh, we I think we crushed talking Yanks yesterday, um, which maybe was fueled off of that, off of that win. But, um, I'll give it a uh, Monday, uh, six and a, half. six and a half from Jake on his Monday.
0: Uh, Jake, this is the happiest I've heard you on a Tuesday morning.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's going to come crashing down. Um, there's uh, the snowstorm was a little Tuesday ish, especially when I'm supposed to fly tomorrow morning. We'll we'll see if that's a factor. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, the Tuesday gods are going to strike. There's a lot of things I have to do today. Um, and, you know, God is watching us.
0: What you give it a six, four?
1: Six, Five. 6'5", okay.
0: All right, cool. Good for you. I had like a a bad day and a great day yesterday, and I think the great wins over so big. But The bad was I was driving to go buy Zimmer, my dog, some food. As we're approaching the bridge to get off the island, he shits. It's this new thing he does where he's so old, he doesn't know when he's pooping, when he's not pooping. And then he poops, and then he's like, oh, shit, I just shit, and he feels so bad about it. So now it's me, him, backseat of the car, some fresh shit starting to smell so bad. I pull over to the side and I'm thinking, all right, it's like it's nice solid logs. I'll just get those out of here and you know, wipe it down at the gas station on the other side of the bridge, be on our way. Nah, Zim stepped and smeared it everywhere. It's uh right. It's it's a bad smelling car right now. Katie's taking it to go get detailed and shampooed and stuff. But go over the bridge. Went to, like, Wawa. They didn't have anything to clean a car. Picked up the food from the vet. And I was like, they're a vet. They'll probably have cleaning stuff. They offered me, like, paper towels and all-purpose spray. And I was like, this isn't what I thought I was going to get. Go to the car wash. I told you this already, but it's funny. I went to the car wash, and uh, there was this guy, and I said, it's a mess. I was like, I'll tip. It's a mess, though. Do you... uh I said, can you detail it, like shampoo the carpets and stuff? And he looked at it, and I was like, yeah, the dog shit everywhere. And he looked at it, and he gave some excuse. Like, oh, no, not today. We close at 5. It was 2 o'clock. Uh, we close yeah. at 5. And he's like, it'll take a whole day. And he kept going with these excuses because he felt bad. And I was like, dude, you don't want to clean up my dog shit, and I get that. Like, I, right. You're, I would make up Any excuse to not detail my car. If I was you, we
1: we don't need to do any pleasantries or niceties. Like I understand that car shit in the back of the car isn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good. We're good. I'm surprised he didn't come at you with a number. Like I'm surprised he didn't give you like, yo, bro, you'd have to slip me like an extra fifty or something.
0: Katie's taking. Katie's taking it today to the detail or see what they say. But she's a cute girl, so.
1: Yeah, be- that's be- true. Um, Better than me with I mean, the dog in the And I mean, you had to get some seat. of the poop out of there, right?
0: Well, I mean, like the big logs, but like it's, it's uh, right. cloth seats.
1: Oh. Yes. That was an important detail you left out. <laughs> it's a mess back there. Yeah. It's foul.
0: So anyway, that sucked. But then I came yeah. home. We recorded a bunch of stuff, and the Yankees game was fantastically enjoyable because of how bad it was. And then the Yankees win in the end. So I was having a blast the whole time. So I'm going uh, a solid seven.
1: Look at that. On a day your dog shits in the back of your car, my mans can still put up a seven spot.
0: Yeah, I mean... I, a beautiful I,
1: life, I, people.
0: I was as happy yesterday when Gary hit that home run as I've been in a long time. Yeah? Yeah. Someone in the chat asked, did you see the Orioles missed pop foul catch? I mean... Did
1: you My job see it? is watching the games. My job, <laughs> my,
0: my job is to watch the Yankee games.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we'll talk about it probably in a little bit. Um, the Orioles put on a <laughs> display yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, if I have time today, I know we have a really busy day recording-wise, but I want to make a quick breakdown of that game, just all the yeah. bad defense. It was like 10 combined bad defensive plays. It was nuts. It was so bad. Let's just go straight into the Tri-State News then since we're, sure. we're basically there already. Here we go. Tri-State News on your mark. Get set. The Yankees came back. They were down 6 to 1. They came back to win the game versus the Orioles. The ball was getting dropped and thrown all over the place. The Yankees have now won 23 of their last 31 games. That's good. The Mets beat the Nationals. Hey-oh! Alonzo and Rosario took Patrick Corbin deep in the first. Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier and Cargo added some runs later on, Jake. Yeah, they got a win streak. Our dude Wilmer Font and the pen held it down to get the win. Meanwhile, Cespedes broke his ankles falling off a non-horse. It definitely was not a horse that he fell off. It was something else. Defense steals the show at Giants OTAs, says this one headline I read on this site. Frank Nilakina changes his agent and desires a trade. He wants out. And Adam Gase says the incoming GM will have control over the 53-man roster and I will coach the team. Nothing's changing in that structure.
1: So what do you want to talk about? Well, let's uh, let's check some boxes quick. Um, so the Frank Milikina changes agents and desires a trade. Um, as quickly as that reported, it was shot down. Um, there was a uh, it was a French podcast nice. that reported that, and then uh, people came out and were like, "No, that's very not true." So. Um, but it was, it was an angle for a little bit. So Nick's, Nick's Twitter went through that briefly yesterday, but it was as quickly as it like could get to you as a Nick fan, it was shot down. So it was actually okay. It was like, Oh, all right. There he is. Um, we'll check the jets box. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's a mess. There's some Peyton Manning rumors there, Jim, that they're going to bring in Peyton to be the GM of the jets. Now that's just a good time.
0: Why? Why don't you bring in a guy who has a background to be a GM?
1: Yeah, so that's um that's still this kind of wild thing that the sports world struggles with. Like the Broncos have John Elway and it's um I mean if if you do it right as a figurehead and you put the right position in p- cuz you can BS around those jobs. There's so many in the NFL. There's like there's the VP and then there's the general manager and then there's the you know the player the 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 head scout. So like if you do it properly, you can make it work. Um but yeah, there was actually a really good uh really good little rant by Colin Cowherd yesterday who was like the uh, the Colt's GM, I'm blanking on his name right now. I know Simple Ursa. Man Radium. Chris Ballard, Ursay's the owner. Um Chris Ballard was it <laughs> <Yeah>. at- <laughs> you had it. You had it. <laughs> you were all over it. I was cl- I had a name. Uh, you had a Colts name. Um Chris Ballard, who's the Colts GM, who's really well-respected right now, um, he did it the old-fashioned way. He was, you know, 10 years a local scout. He was, um, you know, five years he was a team's player development, blah, 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 He finally gets to the GM job. And he went through, like, these five really good GMs that paid their dues and got there, and then you run through the list of, like, ex-athletes they throw in there, and it's not good and he's like, well, a, you know, obviously the experience thing is a factor. But see, like these these are jobs that people have to put so much time into to actually be good at it. Why would Peyton Manning, who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, want to put in the like 100 hours a week <laughs> to scout like Division two players to see if you could get a late round hit? Like he's not going to do that. Um, well, even if he is like, man, I don't know.
0: I just don't, I don't even understand why people would think it happens all the time. Like I, I have a list right here of, uh, good players turned bad executives. Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Kevin McHale, Matt Millen, Wayne Gretzky, Brett Hall, Jim Beath, Elgin Baylor, Willis Reed, Ken Harrelson, Wes something, Bart Starr. There's like a ton is Danny Ainge one of the good ones?
1: He's good. Um, I, I won't give my full Ainge speech now, but yeah, he's good. Um, and I, I, I mean, there's... Every situation is different, but yeah, like, I, you can't... I, I'm sure Peyton Manning has a good eye for talent. <laughs> like, doesn't help me at all. Peyton
0: Manning spent his entire life until right. however old he was when he retired, 38 or 40 or whatever. Um, preparing studying analyzing everything so he can be a quarterback right there's another guy out there who has spent his whole probably high school college post-college early uh workforce days studying preparing doing stuff i'll give you an example brian cashman to be sure. a GM of a sports team. <laughs> yeah. So hire those guys and not the guys who dedicated their lives to something else is just yeah. my
1: advice that I would give out. I, uh, yeah, I I, I I believe in that as well. I, I do think there can be value, because uh, you and I talked about this the other day with our Yankees, that you know, we talked about Gio Urshela and how, like, it's almost hard to imagine a world where if Gio or Shella got a chance with the Mets, that he would be good this year, um, just because there's a different, just top-down organizational structure that the Yankees will always have that the Mets haven't had in a while. Um, that, like, I, I think if you bring in someone like Peyton Manning and he actually brings in some organizational structure and some a little bit of. You know, kind of passive leadership to a degree. I think there's something valuable there. If you're just like, well, we got Peyton Manning and he's got the keys to the kingdom, it's like, what? <laughs> Why? I've played more Madden than Peyton. Yeah, I've I've been evaluating players that way at least.
0: That's similar to Jeter, like you know, Derek Jeter. Jeter, Jeter. The Mets won, Jake. They go up against Patrick Corbin. Robinson Cano but there's so much shittiness so Robinson Cano didn't play uh, tough lefty on the mound and he's played a lot so they said it's a normal so like but they tried to Brody tried to spin it normal day of rest for Robbie but also it has to do with the hustling that's not how that works and then yeah. Cano was Cano told the reporters that he didn't hear anything about it being about the hustling he just thought it was a normal day off very poorly handled situation Brody or not Brody um Calloway seemed to just do fan service and like yeah we bench him because of the hustling but he didn't actually and he didn't tell Cano that is what the quotes I read said
1: yeah um is the Cespedes the best thing to happen for Mickey Calloway
0: yeah he what I mean
1: took a lot of took a took lot of eyes all off the and- eyes off of him yeah. For what's going to be until the real story comes out, which, like you said, you have told the real story that the media has gotten so far, is that Johannes Cespedes fell off not a horse. Yeah. So, so the only
0: thing I can think of is that he probably has something about horses in his contract. Like, if you get injured doing whatever the fuck you do on horses— Yes. Then we don't have to pay you anymore. So when he called in, he just said it wasn't a horse. Yeah, it was not a horse. And that's that's Jimmy, what I can put together there.
1: I've I've got some some news that's if you don't know this, it's gonna make it so juicy for you. If you do, well, I'm happy for you. Do you know who Cespedes' agent was when he signed his contract? Yeah, I love that. This is this is. In- a very fun tidbit. Mets GM Brody, Brody. Van Wiggenen, yeah. Yeah. If th- his contract gets voided, his agent would have to give back his money. Um, so, and, I mean, and it's, and who could have seen this coming? An agent taking over the Mets and that becoming problematic. So,
0: now Brody, the GM, will should be fighting to take away money from Brody the agent yes that's ridiculous
1: money from his actual pocket that would be money for his actual for his team to spend and use to get better potentially talk about a gut check as a GM you really want to be good at this Brody get that contract off the books kid And hand in your 5% while you're at it.
0: Yeah. Well, they (laughs) got to be.
1: Brody would be giving money to the Mets.
0: (laughs) The team that pays him.
1: The team that pays him. Brody. Brody might be the first GM ever that after one year of being a GM of a team, lost money to that team. It's really interesting.
0: Uh, It's a really fun dynamic because.
1: Oh my God! Like
0: Brody, the GM, rightful responsibility is to go scour through the contract that he was the other side of. Like he right, was he the should go- know it Pretty well. He shouldn't. He his team wrote the contract, but now his job as the GM, I figured, it's to scour through that contract and look for mistakes that the other side made, and he's the other side.
1: Yes. Yo, that's bizarre. It's illegal. <laughs> like, illegal. Um, if you're a Mets fan, uh, talk about a bad place to be. And um, I think the other thing that needs to be mentioned with the Cespedes news, and I uh, I want to see if our girl, yeah, our girl Lindsay Adler had the tweet. Um, when Cespedes enters the final year of his contract, which was four years, I wanna, it was a little over $100 million, something like that. He got paid. Maybe it was under a hundred million. That'd be twenty five per year. Um, I guess I could bring it up. But so by the start of next season, the final year of his contract, Cespedes will have played one hundred and nineteen games in the prior three seasons. Not good. So, um, I mean, a, a little. It, if if any of our Yankee fans are listening, and you're you're really hammering the the Patrick Corbin, we should have got that guy. So much can still go wrong. Uh, life's about limiting risk. I could give a bunch of different speeches, but, uh, yeah, man, that's, uh, it, it's going to be so interesting. The ne- the next couple weeks of Mets could be a 30 for 30 with the Callaway, however that plays out, the Cespedes news, and I don't know, may- maybe someone gets caught, like, partying or something. That'd just be a nice twist to it, I guess, but, um... Cespedes got MVP votings three different times.
0: Did
1: you know that? Yeah. Well, dude, he was he's so impactful when he's right. Um do you know who the Mets traded for who the Mets traded for uh Cespedes when he was on the Tigers? No, but he got passed around like crazy. That's always a bad sign. So yeah, he got traded from Michael Clinton. Oakland to the Sox for Johnny Gomes, Lester, and Cash. He got traded by the Sox for uh, with a reliever for Rick Purcello. And then he got traded by the Tigers f- for Michael Fulmer and Louis Sessa. Yeah. The Sess trucks here. Fulmer.
0: Man, imagine if... Uh... Imagine if the Tigers unloaded Fulmer after his his rookie year. Like you know, people were saying you'd have to back up the dump truck for that contract. Yeah. Now that the Tigers are probably thinking, man, we
1: wish we backed him up. He's hurt now. Yeah, he's got he's he got the TJ. So and maybe he'll, he'll come back. But he wasn't be
0: good. He wasn't a stud in his neck in seventeen or eighteen.
1: He's good in seventeen, not as good. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Don't write home to anyone about it, man. You yeah. haven't been writing home, so. Yeah. I, I'm not writing home.
0: Anything else from the Tri-State? I think that's all right. Uh, the Mets are a see. mess and it's fun.
1: Oh, we haven't mentioned the Yankees and we we did our talking Yanks voicemail episode last night, but awesome comeback. Um, Orioles. Right. If you're looking oh for,
0: go to... Go to the the go to any talking yanks meet forum. Jake's Twitter, my Twitter, because we were active. We're always active, but it was fun last night.
1: It it was fun. It was wild. It was bizarre. I uh, was
0: on the Periscope for Gary's home run, so my live reactions out there.
1: The catcher pop up that got mentioned because that is if there was one thing I had to mention. Don't get me wrong. You can make mistakes on a baseball field. A lot of people do. But to just like. Make a mistake and then quit midway through your mistake? That's a terrible look. Whoa. So how did you read that play? What mistake are you saying he made? So that's a tough play for a catcher. I know that. It's a pop-up. It's straight up. The wind's blowing. But once he saw that it was going to be a tough play slash out of reach, he just went head down. He didn't... He didn't do any steps backwards. He didn't throw his arm back. So ready. I don't think he, he, I he don't, didn't make that final 10%. Which I don't think even he saw if you're going to miss it, you got to do it. I, think, I don't you think, have to.
0: I don't think he like saw it was out of reach and gave up. I think he completely couldn't find it.
1: Oh, really? I think oh, he never I, saw it in the sky. Oh, I don't know. Because it, it looked he had eyes on it. And then he did like one baby step back. And then he just did a like, nope, I can't get there.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I'll have to go back. But Boone said that Kendrys Morales tapped him at one point while the ball was in the air. It's like oh, and they were looking up, and he said Kendrys said it did something in the sky. Whoa! Like a, like a big gust of wind just went and
1: dropped it back. Hate how much we love Kendrys Morales,
0: Mister Ken. All
1: right, let's go to the national
0: news brought to you by Jake Story
1: Alive. Jimmy, in the shocker of all shockers, Golden State sweeps the Portland Trailblazers, and that's obvious. Jimmy, I I will say the one fun thing about it, Portland led in this series, technically, 101 to 83 minutes, which just shows even more so how actually dominant Golden State is. I think a lot of people would try to spin that differently, but it's not. Um, Jimmy, the whole Lakers drama has become fantastic. They have become the worst organization in the NBA. No one's even thinking about the Knicks. Um, a, they hired Frank Vogel, and we missed this a little bit yesterday. But they had Palinka up there, the the now operating GM or VP or whatever his pretend title is. And the, someone straight up asked, they were like, hey, you, you guys looked for a lot of other coaches, but you signed this guy. What's up with that? So that's a bad look. And then Magic Johnson calls him a backstabber. And, Jimmy, the reason I deep dove into that, uh, not a ton of national news today.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Okay. New sound on the soundboard.
0: (laughs) That was scary. A little behind the scenes. So, X is your, the national news soundboard. Right. But if you hit Command X, it deletes whatever sound whatever drop you have selected. I accidentally hit command x instead of just x so I deleted the drop I wanted to play. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy moment over here. Crazy, absolutely
1: nuts. The opposite of what you wanted to do. So
0: that's not a lot of national news at all. Golden State sweeps Portland. This is what it's going to become once uh, you know, the playoffs end for NBA and NHL until football starts in August. But
1: yeah, stories are going to come out a little bit. But yeah, we had a uh we we also it was, it was the gap. I mean, we Milwaukee Toronto plays tonight, uh, San Jose, Saint Louis, um, but yeah, and also the Lakers just the Lakers and the Mets snagging headlines wherever they can, babe, in in the worst ways, literally imaginable. Um. The uh, the Magic Johnson stuff. He went on first take yesterday, and he made a whole scene, and he's like. He's like yeah, things weren't run that well, blah blah blah, and then Stephen A. Smith came back at him. He's like, so would you would you blame anyone? And he's just like, oh no, just Rob. (laughs) Oh, just Rob Palenka, just the. He he called him a backstabber, like on the air, and it was uh, I mean, it's just wild. It's it's I mean, it's the reason. I mean, it's never been more obvious that Magic Johnson just
0: isn't. i was saying it's it's never been more obvious that Magic Johnson is just socially inept and like not, not right. never been outside of his bubble and like that sucks.
1: Yeah, um, so that <laughs> I mean just just a straight up comedy show. I mentioned I mentioned the interview before that where they asked, um, God, I. I couldn't believe it, Jim. You you've mentioned before how you thought reporters are tougher on Spanish speaking players because it comes through a translator, so they'll say something harsh and then they have a
0: shield. Yeah, they're they're yeah. definitely they'll they'll ask questions through a translator that they would never ask face to face with an English speaking person.
1: Well, this guy says "Oh, contraire, mon frère," because uh, he literally said he goes like. You know this this guy clearly he's he's they're both up there because this guy who are we talking about Frank Vogel he got hired as the Lakers head coach they go okay. you know Frank wasn't your guy's first choice or your second choice or anything like that um, can you tell us what happened <laughs> like dude he went full in and I couldn't believe it I th- I thought it was really rude reporting um, and I I think I. I quote tweeted in was like, what? they should go back to that guy and be like, hey, tell us about all of your your girlfriend's former hookups and and what happened there. Cause it's like, honestly, what are you gonna get out of that? Um You just get to be what, a jerk. Exactly. Like there there's there's a way to ask kind of that question actually there's not. Like that that's just being straight up rude. <laughs> Um, and it's like not reporting. Like you're just you just took an opportunity to be mean. Um, yeah,
0: you so used you used your time to take a question as instead of the answer being the soundbite, you took the opportunity to make your question the soundbite.
1: Right, right. And I'm there's so many different spinoffs of that question. Hey, and, this was that, your third choice. Yeah that that aren't that question um yeah you you gotta you have to spin it and be like you know there is a lot of candidates rumored for the job you guys get frank um you know what what do you guys like about him maybe other than the other candidates and at least you're gonna get a bullshitty answer there but (laughs) you're you're half addressing the elephant in the room but that's not reporting That's just taking a shot (laughs) shots fired and, like, that that guy's a Lakers reporter who's going to have to interview Frank Vogel for the rest of the year. <laughs> like, if I'm if I'm Frank Vogel, I'd tell that guy to piss off. You're not getting anything. Yeah. Um, piss off. Piss off. You Step out. Uh,
0: you got anything else? Should we
1: just go to halftime? Are you nervous? Are you nervous for your Sharks tonight? No. Oh. I got too much other stuff to
0: think about. We got a big day of recording. All right, they're not they're not occupying my mind until I put the game on. Um, when's it starts, it start at the same time as the Yankees. That's always a bummer. Then I gotta um, go. With, then I gotta go
1: with. Oh no! It starts nine or eight Eastern.
0: So what's it, gonna be on while we record? We're recording John Boy and Jake Radio tonight instead of tomorrow morning. For anyone, that oh wants nice, to watch we'll get live. some
1: live react.
0: Yeah, that means I'm gonna have to go to five screens whenever it's on at the same time as the yankees it's a five screener it's a five screen day Yeah, laptop monitor 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 tv it's crazy all right (whistles) half time uh john in the in the chat says that we should start looking at the chat more got the chat big and bold john jake doesn't
1: i do yeah
0: they said talk about the nets I don't know what's happened with the Nets. That would have been in tri-state news. I scoured the Nets for uh, news, and there was there was nothing new.
1: Completely nothing on the Nets. They want to re-sign D'Angelo Russell. They think they're going to get another star to come down. That's the news with the Nets for the next month.
0: And then uh, they want to talk about MLS soccer, and that's a big Ooh. nope. nope.
1: If we talk about
0: soccer. We'll talk about the uh, EPL M- and my
1: oh and my MS. baggies. Hey, actually, my baggies went into that uh playoff? Yeah. How'd they do? It's West, West Bromwich Soccer Talk there, people. Um, I don't know. I was supposed to watch it. Someone tweeted at me and, like, yo, they're in
0: the playoff right now. And I was like, oh, great. I'm gonna. Championship semifinal leg like two of two aggregate. West Brom won. But. Villa wins the aggregate on penalties.
1: Ah, I was going to say, I thought I thought Villa advanced. The Acorns. The vile.
0: Fucking acid mm. vile,
1: Jake. They're gross.
0: So I think that, that means West Brom's not, not getting bumped up. They're staying in the Championships League.
1: Well, people in the chat, you wanted MLS, and that's what you get. Championship League soccer. Yeah.
0: Boing, boing. Go Baggies. Well, Aston won the combined, but West Brom won the last game, but they didn't win it by enough, Jake. It's always a bummer. You got anything for halftime? I think we
1: did it. I think we nailed it. Wow. I read the news today. six o'clock time for the news
0: middle school students allegedly fed urine and semen filled crepes to their teachers i repeat middle school students allegedly baked and fed urine and semen filled crepes to their teachers uh a norwegian horse girl's making the news jake just another weirdo girl that trots around and gallops around on all fours like a horse A shark with its stomach and teeth removed was found on the beach. Teethless, stomachless stomachless shark washed ashore. Upset cocaine customers helped the FBI bust a massive drug drug ring in the Pontiac. Oregon dad faked a robbery and used his daughter's $700 Girl Scout cookie money to pay for his erotic massage.
1: I read the news today, oh boy.
0: What story jumps out at you the most, Jake?
1: I mean, it's the story you repeated at the top, Jim. It's the story you opened the show with. It's the story the the story you've been most excited about since stories have been induced on JJR.
0: Nah, I like the Girl and Scott you the are
1: button. fascinated by middle school students allegedly feeding urine and semen filled crepes to their teachers. Here's my thing:
0: sure. middle school kids are the biggest bullies in the world, and that's a known right. fact. Right. If you were to ask, I think the only people that would not
1: know that is high school kids. That's fair, and some bullying leaks into high school, but yeah. But like, but middle school
0: kids bully adults worse than any other age or demographic bullies adults. Yeah, probably because the,
1: they they still have a kid look
0: to them. But they're yeah. mean as fuck. They are they are so mean, especially when you get like a gang of them together. So it doesn't surprise me that this happened. I just feel bad for anyone that teaches middle school already, just to deal right. with middle schoolers. And then to have this happen is like, Jesus, what do you even do? So the teachers involved, they were judges for a cooking contest. Yep. Which was a global gourmet class and captured on video. And several students allegedly put yarn and or semen into the crepes and fed them to faculty members. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Oh, Allegedly. What if these are just mean teachers? That's what someone in the chat just said. Yeah, the teachers did
0: something to get that. And that's a middle school mentality right there. <laughs> no one deserves to get fed piss and urine cookies. Unless yeah. they were, like, physically beating these kids.
1: Well, I mean, attorney Brad Koffel says, Let's, we don't know if urine or semen was placed in anyone's food. And I don't know how the school would know that, says Brad.
0: Um, yeah he's the attorney for the kids so that's
1: yeah they're conducting some lab tests um i mean i'm rooting oh my god if this was a if this was a the teachers somehow thinking they were getting back at shit kids for some reason that would be awesome um but no these kids did it totally and uh oh that sucks
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i would uh the problem here is there's no justice like you can't do anything to punish these middle school kids? You'd send them to
1: juvie. I don't.
0: Can you? Like for like how long? Sure. Like, I I don't even know how the juvie system works, but
1: yeah, I'm not I, as well versed on the juvie
0: system. I as... I, I, th- I guarantee they get away, no, no, no problems.
1: Um, I mean, their family could get sued the shit out of. Probably.
0: That'd be cool. But then the little kids would just be like they would still feel no
1: remorse. Yeah, I think you grow up in a lifetime of your parents fucking hating you, that's getting some remorse.
0: <laughs> uh wonder how they like jerked off into That's got to be weird while well, you're in middle yeah, school.
1: Maybe we won't go into the dynamics of that middle school.
0: Sneeze come. Uh horse girl made the news, Jake. This I don't know why this is news. This is this is another middle elementary school thing. Like why did girl? Why are there always horse girls that run around pretending they're on horses? Why is that like a thing that I can say to someone who lived in somewhere else and they be like, yeah, we had those at my school too. Like how did that this
1: happen? Is the, uh, you, it wouldn't be me. This is the first time I've ever seen this.
0: Oh yeah, this is like a thing. Horse girls in middle elementary school. I had one. I had some in Illinois and um, and Australia. Um, yeah, it's very weird. I think it's because like My Little Pony or something like that. But um, I don't know. It's very weird. There's articles on it. I've read articles on it, and like people have been like, "Yeah, it's bizarre." Some girls just grow up liking to pretend that they're on horses. But this girl never grew out of
1: it. She's like, well, uh, she's not pretending to ride horses.
0: She's pretending to be a horse. That's a huge distinction. You're right. That is Yes.
1: Different. That's much different.
0: <laughs> One of the best uh, barstool videos way back was Prez and Big Cat remade this video of this like 10 year old girl. She's like, hi, my name is Ella and I like to act like I'm a horse. And then she runs around the stables jumping over horse things and stuff like that. Not bad. They They remade it. It's pretty good. Um,
1: My first ever horse girl. Right, right. Leave a five star review if this is your first ever horse girl. I wonder. I wonder if Newtown. Newtown's got a lot of
0: horses. I wonder if maybe Southbury, Middlebury wasn't a horse place.
1: I oh. mean, a lot of horses in Middlebury, Southbury. Yeah. Newtown. Wouldn't Luke know? Ask Luke if he grew up with any. I will he comes back today? So that's cool. Look at that. We get an update on that tomorrow. I was trying to find
0: it. Um, yeah, so it's like that's all the comments on this article is horse girls during recess in elementary school. It's this weird phenomenon. You're know, like, like, uh, like Matt. Ball. The Same article? What are you looking at? No, was, no, no. It was uh, I, like, the responses on Twitter. Oh. It was uh, it's just weird. how like some things happen all over the U.S. and you don't know why. And girls pretending to ride horses in elementary school is one of them. Bizarre.
1: Maybe maybe a couple boys too.
0: Charles Quentin Elementary in Illinois didn't have boys, but
1: yeah, there's probably some boys out there. And no boys in the middle
0: school. No, no boys that presented to ride the horses in the horse nah. school. They were in my, in my elementary school. It was four girls, and they were that's what they did at recess. Like they Just did, horsed, played, they, they, they around play, they played follow the leader. galloping we were like you know playing wall ball maybe they thought wall ball was weird who knows yeah but wall ball is not weird one of the more fun games you can play as a youth weirdo run around like a horse once maybe shark without a stomach and teeth found on the beach Now they say that the stomach and teeth were removed so is there a black market for shark stomach like shark teeth obviously I'm not even mad about that. If you find a dead shark that beached itself, you can take its teeth.
1: Is that not allowed? Uh, Let's see. It wasn't done by scientists. It had been cut open by a human. Um, I mean, yeah, this reeks of kind of drunk fishermen. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I think that's that's the only actual answer here, because, yeah, this is. uh
0: Oh, well, the picture is absolutely horrible.
1: Yes. Yes. I don't
0: like the stomach part, but shark teeth are cool. And if if you didn't kill it or are they saying they think they killed the
1: shark just to do this? Um, I believe they killed the shark just to do this. Well, that's bad news. I, th- I was yeah. coming about it very innocently. Like, you just stumble
0: across a dead shark, and you're like, well, let's grab some teeth. Just don't even know how you'd go about doing it. To cut about, probably. I guess all around,
1: it, it kind of sucks. Okay. Well, no, there, th- th- we have a twist here, Jim. We've, we found the twist. Let's hear it. So they did cut out the shark's stomach, which makes me think: if I was a drunk fisherman, why would I cut out a shark's stomach?
0: Well, the only thing I can think is it's a tiger shark, and tiger sharks eat a bunch of weird stuff, so they could have been like drunk and been like, "Let's see what this. See if they ate any license plates." You remember that scene in Jaws where tiger sharks just like eat garbage maybe they thought they were going to find something funny which yeah, is a, that that's not like a there's a really fucked up reason
1: oh yeah no i was not going that way luckily um i was going with like you know maybe maybe they got in a scrap with the shark shark ate its hand he won and then he's like hey shark i need my hand back so he cut out the shark got his hand back or maybe he dropped maybe he dropped a nice pair of sunglasses and the shark ate it
0: okay so say he gets his wedding ring and his finger bitten off. Is that guy now allowed to cut it open to get his finger, his wedding ring, and then take the teeth that
1: took him off back? Are we allowing it? At that point, the teeth seems unnecessary, which is kind of odd with a shark. Um, Unless he was going to wear them like a necklace and wear it every day and tell everyone the story. Um, But yeah, no, bad bad guy. Bad drunk fisherman on this one. (laughs)
0: I like this story a lot. The FBI busted a massive drug ring because the co- the cocaine customers were so mad at their supplier for scamming them or I don't know what they were doing that they went to the FBI and were like, "Hey, we know we know this these dealers. You should bust them. They suck."
1: <laughs> nice.
0: They're cutting it up too much. Not even getting high anymore.
1: We never bought any of it, but we heard that it was getting chopped up too much, and we hate this guy, so. Yeah. Maybe they owed him money.
0: Maybe. Yeah, there's this documentary on Netflix called Cocaine Island. Have you seen it at all? I have not. It's the story about... 30, 20 years ago, there was this... Uh, this guy that walked around this island—I forget the island—and uh, he found a bag of cocaine that washed up, and he he buried it, and he would just tell all his friends in the south—I forget what state it was—about it, until finally, a couple of people said, "Let's go dig it up." Twenty years later, and they went and dug it up, but didn't find it. But the whole thing—well, I won't ruin it. Go watch it; it's kind of interesting, kind of—it's it, very interesting, kind of weird. But it's about. Like cocaine, and this guy who's not a cocaine addict. He doesn't use cocaine, sell cocaine, whatever, thinking he can go find this bag and and become a millionaire. It's shot really cool. All right. I, I, I realized that. I was going to give something away. So right. it's kind of pointless to touch. T-
1: Which was the to the, where you started the story. And yeah. And you decided you couldn't get there.
0: So it was tough for a little that, bit. That was tough. for. I, I apologize. but uh, Talk
1: about a tease. Well, let me just spoil it right now. No, man. Are you kidding me? I have the love cocaine island.
0: Okay. This Oregon dad, he took the $700 for that his daughter made selling Girl Scout cookies. He faked like someone robbed him. But actually, he took it and just went and got a uh, happy
1: ending. Are you mad at this guy? Um, I'm gonna say yes. Um. Uh, his goatee isn't helping me even make up a fake defense for him. Um, he's got a
0: full on beard. No. Oh, and the next picture he's got a goatee.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a creeper goatee. Um. Yeah, it's a bad look. I mean, all right, cat glass half full. Here we go. Here we go. Stealing your daughter's money for an erotic massage. Um I okay, maybe this brings him and his wife together and they address the real problems in their marriage and they can go on to have a happy marriage now because of this incident.
0: Hmm. Okay. I Brought like that. some real problems to the forefront. I mean I think this is this is tough your daughter like when she finds out i don't know it just seems tough it just seems like dad remember that time i made a ton of money working really really hard and you yeah. took it and went and got
1: a hand job and again you, now, you I know i like th- I didn't like that dad <laughs> I'm, I'm into is it corporal punishment i don't know if that's a term um but like obviously this this guy has to be dealt with with Burglary of his daughter, Jesus. Um, and uh, you know, soliciting whatever. Uh, I think the biggest punishment is that this guy needs to. I okay, so he's getting a hundred dollar fine and eighty hours of community service along with probation. That's really not that bad. Um, like they should ban this guy from having any like number one dad mugs.
0: They definitely can't allow him to have a number one dad dad mug like that. Maybe maybe number like five hundred thousand up.
1: Like that's he should have to hold like a last place dad mug.
0: Yeah. Yo, he punched himself in the eye. Did you did you say that part?
1: I did not see that. So he that or say it.
0: He faked his own robbery. He broke his laptop in the staged robbery, which probably cost more than seven hundred dollars that you spent on hand jobs, So. This guy sucks at math. So he, he like ruined his own house. He broke his own laptop. He punched himself in the eye and said like he fought off a home intruder who stole the money. No need for the eye thing. You can just say you right. got robbed while you weren't home.
1: <laughs> the eye thing was too big of a clue. You can easily just
0: say you got robbed while you weren't home. Uh, there were cops from all over, dogs, the forensic team. They had crime scene tape up everywhere because this was a big like, home invasion with an assault. All the neighbors put sticks on all their doors and started setting the alarm during the day because they were afraid that this happened in their neighborhood. And it was all because this dude was looking at a jar of $700 and thinking about the exotic massage he could get with that, which is way too much
1: the pricing is all off. Um, also and Jim, that's where I that's where my positive spin goes that if this guy was desperate enough to punch himself in the face, break his laptop and steal from his daughter just for one quantity one erotic massage, what was actually going on with this guy at home? Like it, him and his wife like had they not looked at each other in years? Um so I don't know. I mean, maybe we can grow from this as a maybe family. Maybe she's
0: got no hands. Ooh.
1: I feel like that would have been mentioned. I feel like that would have been that would have made the headline. Just as like guy, uh, if a go- if a guy stole from his daughter for to get an erotic massage because he had a wife with no hands. I like to think that gets mentioned early on in the story.
0: I think you put it if you were to if that was part of it, you would put it as just like a little aside in parentheses uh Wife comma handless.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that would uh, that's how you ideally would like to see that happen. Um, yeah, that's tough. That's a uh, talk. What do you about want me to Daddy do? Issues. But, what, what, do you, what
0: do you want me to do, Melissa? Mom's got no hands. <laughs>
1: OK, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I think Mom has hands. Fair point. So uh
0: Jake, while I was while we were doing this, I was perusing right. a thesis paper. Sure. From uh uh from one of those like JSTOR places, which I don't you probably don't know. Um it's like a it's like a research of all thesis papers, which is just for losers like me. But uh, okay. about the history of horse girls in American elementary schools. Nice. And they say that they the, the, so far it says they don't know why, but it is the same as girls who grow up butch or, you know, like like it's just like a style in elementary school that some girls go to. And they're like, uh, is uh, butch like OK to say anymore. I don't know. They have it in quotes here. Does that mean it's not? But uh, I don't know.
1: I have no idea. That was an honest question. Send me that link. I need to read up on horse girls. Well, it's a really long thesis paper. Here you go. Got eyes? Anyone in the chat wants
0: to read a really boring thesis paper on uh, horse girls in America. But Deborah Bright. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like a weird thing. I'm actually happy I found this because they might have some answers. Because like it says, in elementary school, a herd of us horse girls would spend recess galloping, trotting, and cantering around the playground, whinnying, snorting, plowing, pawing, nickering, and tossing our manes, jealous of the girls with long <laughs> ponytails. And that is exactly what the girls at two elementary schools I went to in Australia and Illinois did. Nay! And just ran around galloping like that. And it's a I mean, thing, if like, across you're, America. If you're going to impersonate the horse, you better be naying. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's just the weird phenomenon. I wonder if it still happens. I think it probably does.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, this this was written in two thousand one. Yeah, Horse Life. That was written in two thousand one. Well, that's about the yeah.
0: year that I was in that I'm talking about. No, that's I'm talking about two thousand. Is my memory of this when I was in fifth? Yeah, grade. we could call
1: it the same time period.
0: Though. Yeah, so that's that's pretty interesting. So I wonder if it is still happening. Very odd. Very odd. All right, let's go. Uh, that was all the news stories. Some good news stories on a on a Tuesday. Mm.
1: Bet of the day It's the bet of the day Bet of the day
0: better. Of, bet of the day Bet of the day Bet of the day Jakey Jakey I'm not going to say you made a mistake Jake but you did get Burned and you did yeah. lose By one The Warriors won. They won by two points. The line was three. Oh, for your last six, nearly impossible that you will end the NBA season with a... No, not true. I think it's nearly impossible. The odds are against
1: you. Odds are against me. That's fair. Nearly impossible.
0: And the worst news is if you lose today, you go back to 500 on your overall record. When you were six over at one
1: point So that's tough That is tough It's tough Uh, The gods are against me and that's fine Um, I don't think it's reverse bet season Or anything like that Um, Jimmy, James John Boy I might be falling into the same trap Um, I know I know who's going to win this game um, Milwaukee's going to win this game. Is there a chance it's within three? Absolutely. Um, but I got to go with what I know. I'm going with a favorite. I'm usually better as a favorite guy. Milwaukee's favored by three. I'm going with it.
0: Milwaukee's favored by three. And you're going with the Bucs.
1: Yes. Jakey, Jakey,
0: about to make a big mistake-y. that's uh it's the right play. it's nothing personal. it's just no. you're zero for your last six. I cannot agree with you. It's exactly what I would have done <laughs> so it what didn't matter what what you chose this yeah, I didn't even look into the game i didn't look I didn't need to hear anything. all I needed to hear was what you chose, and I was gonna yeah. choose
1: the opposite, yeah, and I think it's, it's fair. Uh, it's fade dad time, yeah. Um, we'll we'll see. I I think Giannis puts on a display tonight. Um, they played awful last time, and the game still went to double OT. So I I think they end up running away. But oh uh, yeah, you have to right now. Yeah. Just cold.
0: A lot on the line. Your Tuesday record is also on the line. You're nine and eight. If you lose, you go to nine and nine.
1: Ooh, actually dropping a dropping under five hundred on Tuesday. That might be better for the rest of the week. I might have to be something. I might have to start doing Tuesday Losers.
0: Just choosing a loser. Uh, All right. That ends John Boyd, Jake Radio today. Thank you guys for hanging out with us and listening. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe on the podcast app if you'd like. And we'll be back tomorrow. But if you do watch live on YouTube, we will be recording it late tonight because it's a travel day tomorrow for Jake. Thank you guys for listening.
1: Jake, any last words? Um, Give in to the Tuesday gods Be ready to enjoy the rest of your week Oh, a little uh, Oh, too quiet, Jimmy Everyone Everyone enjoy your bad bad day day. Happy Tuesday What was the song today? We didn't talk about the
0: song at all All I do is win It's confidence week And uh, this was a late second uh, change Because the Yankees won last night On the big comeback so wow, it fit fit that? The, fit the theme went with the times and they stay there and they say yeah in your top uh, 1000 songs
1: ooh, probably tight I I probably give it a nod cuz at least it's got good energy Ludacris going in on the verse cuz I never been defeated and I won't stop now Keep your hands up get him in the sky He's going in What else does Ludacris do Eat eat, eat. eat. He's, Definitely. See you guys. Stretches.
0: No, not enough. Not nearly enough.